God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Hello, everyone. Hello, everyone. Hello, hello, hello. How are you? How are you? God bless you. God bless you. Hope everyone is doing well on this evening. Hey, Kendria, how are you? God bless you. Thank you for chiming in on tonight. Thank you. Amen. As you're coming in, say hello. Hey, mom, how are you? Amen. Good evening. How are you? God bless you. Y'all know, um, invite somebody to Bible study on tonight. Invite somebody to Bible study. Let's invite them. We're going into the word of God on tonight. So let's invite somebody on tonight to Bible study. We hope you all are doing well. We hope you all have had a great day. Amen. It's Tuesday night. Amen. It's Tuesday night, Tuesday biblical tools, which is our Bible study night overcomer outreach christian center and so we thank god for you 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 and you tuesday biblical tools on tonight i'm excited to be with you all on tonight i hope you all are having a great day or had a great day um <clears throat> yeah i hope you had a wonderful day we're going to get into the word of god on tonight um and see what the lord has to say we're still talking about, we're in our series, Unexpected Move, Unexpected Move, Unexpected Move. That's what we're dealing with on tonight. My phone just rang. I told you, every time I start Bible study, somebody calls my phone. Uh, <laughs> amen. That's okay, though. Okay, so Unexpected Move, that's what we're talking about. Um, we're actually going to do part three, because I said we're going to do a part 2A, 2B, eh, we're going to just keep flowing. And, and whenever the Lord tells us to um, shift and to teach something else, then that's what we'll do. But right now we're going to start doing part three. So it's kind of still in the second chapter. It, we're still in the second chapter of Daniel. We will be, but we're going to just title it part three of the series, Unexpected Move. So um, that's what we're doing on tonight. Yes, yeah, so I'm excited. So invite somebody to Bible study on tonight. It's Tuesday night. Um, by way of announcements, don't forget, don't forget. Um, tomorrow morning, breaking of day prayer conference call, 15 minutes will change your life. 15 minutes will change your life. And so 6.30 a.m., we're with you every Wednesday morning at the hour of 6.30 a.m. You don't want to miss the prayer call. You can even call in. You can call in or you can chime in. We will be live. We will be live. If you desire to call in, this is the call-in information, and, and we will be live as well. Um, then also um, on Wednesday evening, which is our um, Pastor BJ Connections podcast, Pastor BJ Connections podcast, we will be with you all. And I believe God bless you, Brother Kelly. God bless you. I believe. Are we on? I believe. I think we're on. Let's see. We should be on. Hmm. I think we're on part three. Four steps to casting your vision. I think we're on part three. If I'm if I stand correct, we're on part three. Um, the well, the third step of casting your vision. So we're probably gonna do part three and 
part four on tomorrow evening, part three and part four, because what I want to do, I want to go into February with a different topic. All right. So, um, <clears throat> Hey, God bless you. Uh, uh, Geraldine, God bless you. God bless you. Thank you for chiming in while you're coming in, say hello. And also, um, Share, invite somebody to Bible study on tonight. This is our way of us having service. So invite somebody to Bible study on tonight. So um, tomorrow evening at seven o'clock PM, Pastor BJ Connections, our podcast. If you have not subscribed to our YouTube channel, go over there to YouTube. It's all free. All right. And subscribe to our YouTube channel. Um, and, and you can find us under uh, Pastor BJ Connections, Pastor BJ Connections. So if you desire to call in 6.30 a.m. for our breaking of day, this is the call-in um, number and access code. And then um, tomorrow evening, 7 o'clock p.m., we will be... Um, we will be with you all again for Pastor BJ Connections, our live podcast. And we're talking about... Um, Four steps to casting your vision. Four steps to casting your vision. And so this is, I told you on last week, that this is the time where God is releasing a creative anointing, a creative, uh, an anointing to create and to produce. So you need to jump into that as soon as possible. All right. God bless you all. All right, everybody. Hope that you all are doing well. Get your Bibles. Get your Bibles. Yes, get your Bibles. We are coming out of the word of God on tonight. Get your Bibles. I want you all to um, go to the Daniel, the second chapter, the book of Daniel in the Old Testament. Daniel, the second chapter. I hope you all take notes and things like that because you can reference this stuff back later. Um, so you never know when you're going to need some encouragement. You never know when you're going to need the word of God to speak to you. It might not speak to you right then and there on the night in which it's being ministered or taught or preached or whatever, but it will sometime come back and you will need that word. So um, let's go to the word of God on tonight. Uh, Daniel, the second chapter. Daniel, the second chapter, I am going to, I'm going to read in the second chapter, the 24th through the 28th. Uh, let's just close it out on the 29th verse. Okay. Daniel, um, the second chapter, 24 through 29. All right. So get that in your hearing. We're going to go to the word of God in prayer. Don't forget, listen, everybody, we have young entrepreneurial school, which we are doing an open house on January the 30th. Don't forget to RSVP. If you have a child that is 13 to 17, I'm even open it because uh, a couple of people said, well, why don't you make it to 12? Um, so uh, I'm going to be a little more relaxed um, in that aspect. If you have a child that's 12 years old to 17, 12 to 17 years of age it, for this first year, this launching of it, um, if they're 12 and up to 17, go ahead and RSVP if the, if they want to establish their own business, this is going to help them to establish their own business. It will not interfere with their schooling. It's just a few hours every other week. And, um, on a Saturday and a Thursday evening and Thursday night is just really a short time. It's just really just to check in on them and see what they're doing. Um, but Saturday is going to be a little longer. We're going to have people that come in that's going to talk to them. They're, we're really setting them up to actually establish and um, 
create their own business. It's a six month program. It's a six month program. So if you know anyone, if you have a child and they and they want to talk about um, uh, op opening and establishing their own business, then by all means, please RSVP, RSVP. This is the information you can RSVP. It's called Yes. All right. That's the acronyms for Young Entrepreneurial School, Young Entrepreneurial School. We're laying a foundation. This is what we need to do. All right. So if they want to RSVP, all they have to do is email us at yesschoole at gmail.com. Yesschoole for um, Young Entrepreneur School, yesschoole at gmail.com. They can RSVP. You must RSVP. Our open house is January the 30th, which is actually coming up this coming Saturday. So, um, but we believe God. Okay. So we thank you so very much. All right. Let us go to God in prayer. Father, we thank you. We bless your name, God. We love you and we adore you. We thank you for allowing us to come together one more time for this time is the time we set aside, Lord God, to learn of your word, to get to build our relationship with you and to have a closer walk with you. And God, we ask, Lord God, that you will begin to open up our ears to hear what the spirit has to say on tonight. Thank you, Lord God, for taking us throughout our day. Thank you for allowing us to come together by means of virtual technology. We bless your holy and your righteous name, God. I pray that your word will minister and touch somebody's heart on tonight. We encourage them and lift them. Give them, Lord God, hallelujah, build their faith and build their word life in you. And Jesus, we thank you for all things that you do well. Thank you for loving us in spite of ourselves. Thank you for redeeming us and forgiving us for you are God, hallelujah, that forgives and loves. We thank you and we bless you. Father, I pray that the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart will be acceptable in thy sight. Oh Lord, my strength and my redeemer. Amen. Amen. And amen. All right. Let's go to the word of God on tonight. Did y'all share, invite somebody to Bible study? This is the easiest way to invite somebody to Bible study. Share, 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 and invite somebody to Bible study on tonight. So our topic for this evening is we're on the third part of unexpected move. What does the word of God say in Daniel, the second chapter, the 24th through the 29th verses. That's where we're going to read at for tonight. Okay. Therefore, here begins the reading of God's word. Therefore, Daniel went in, uh, excuse me. Therefore, Daniel went in unto Erechot, whom the king had ordained to destroy the wise men of Babylon. He went and said thus unto him, destroy not the wise men of Babylon. Bring me in before the king and I will show you unto the king, the interpretation. Verse 25 says, then Erechot brought Daniel before the king in haste and said thus unto him, I have found a man in the captives of Judah that will make known unto you the king's interpretation. The king answered and said to Daniel, whose name was Belshazzar. Remember that's his Babylonian name, Belshazzar, right? Art thou able to make known unto me the dream which I have seen and the interpretation thereof? Daniel answered in the presence of the king and said, The secret which the king hath demanded cannot be cannot the wise men, the astrologers, the magician, uh, magicians, the soothsayers show unto the king. But there is a God in heaven that revealeth secrets, making known to the king Nebuchadnezzar 
what shall be in the latter days. Thy dream and visions of thy head upon thy bed are these. As for thee, O king, thou might came, thou thoughts came into thy mind upon thy bed. What shall come to pass there hereafter? And he that revealeth secrets maketh known to thee what shall come to pass. Amen. So we read Daniel, the second chapter, the 24th through the 29th verses. God bless you. Hey, Sister Fowler, God bless you. Thank you for chiming in. Um, all right. Invite somebody to Bible study on tonight. So let's go to the word of God. I'm excited because we're in part three on tonight. Yes. And part three, we're going to entitle this. Uh, we're going to give it a topic of an answer to the prayer An answer to the prayer an answer to the prayer. Okay. So let us go. We just, uh, listen, I'm not going to do a bunch of recapping. You could go over to our YouTube channel, Pastor BJ Connections, and you can um, see part one. You can see part two if you want to catch up, because I'm not going to do a whole, whole lot of recapping. I'm trying to cut down a lot on my recapping. Okay. So uh, part two, we were in the second chapter, which we're in at right now. And we read um, verses 24 through 28. All right. And so we know that from the first uh, part of our series that the Bible said all matters of wisdom and understand that the king gave to Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah, whose they were their Hebrew names, but their, uh, uh, um, their Babylonian names were Belshazzar, Shatrach, Meshach, and Abednego. The Bible said that this was during the second year of the king. Nebuchadnezzar. We talked about that the king had a dream, right? And he called the wise men in to tell him the dream because when he woke up from the dream, he did not remember the dream. And then he called the wise men in uh, to tell him the dream as well as to give him the interpretation of the dream. However, his wise men, the magicians, the sorcerers, astrologers, and the Chaldeans, right? Um, and Cantonists, they were not the ones that uh, do spells and charms and enchantments and, be, uh, and witchcraft. They could not tell the king the dream, nor could they give him the interpretation. But you got to understand that Daniel and his friends were not included in this first meeting. All right. The king wanted to, he, he wanted answers. And so every time, uh, so what happened um, as the story goes on, uh, um, the king puts out a decree and um, Arakat, he tells Arakat, who is his man in charge to go ahead and gather up all the wise men of the land and destroy them, kill them because none of them could tell him all because his musician, um, his sorcerers, his astrologers, his uh, magicians and all that stuff could not tell him what his dream was, nor could they give him the interpretation. But Daniel and his friends were not part of this. Right. And so we find out that Daniel acts um, Erica, he says, what's going on? I'm putting in today's time to move us along. Okay. He said, what's going on? Uh, why has the King made this type of decree? Why is the King put out this, um, notice that all the wise men in the, in Babylon shall be, uh, uh, uh put to death. And Erica began to tell Daniel what happened, what transpired. And so Daniel goes back at home. The, the Bible said that Daniel goes back home and he begins to talk to his friends, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah, Shatrach, Meshach, and Abednego. All right. He begins to tell them what is taking place. What are they facing? What is about to happen? All right. And your PowerPoint moment was, if your friends around you are those... You, 
uh, you should have friends around you or those who you can connect to, um, to now to produce results, right? Um, you should have friends around you in this season, in this time in your life who can produce results, all right? God is a God of results. And then we ask you a question, can your speech produce results? Can your prayer produce results, right? That's what we ask. So as we moved along, guess what happened? Daniel and his friends, they went into prayer. They began to call on the name of the Lord and they asked God to not allow them, to not allow this thing to befall them. Daniel and his friends could have panicked, but they preferred to talk to God. Your second PowerPoint moment last week was prayer is more effective than panic. Prayer is more effective than panic. So the Bible says that when they went to sleep that night or when they laid down, the Bible says that night, the secret, the dream was revealed to Daniel in a night vision, right? Um, and so um, time out for just praying prayers, but um, results have to follow. Results and manifestation has to follow your prayers. God is a God of miracles. And so what happened? When that happened, the secret was revealed to Daniel in a night vision. And we went through what was a night vision, what was a vision, what was a dream, and what was a trance. We talked about the difference about all of that. All right. So we talked about that God is a God of what? Results. He is a God of results. All right. So now as we jump into part three and answer to the prayer, all right, we left off that the Bible says that um, night that the dream was revealed to Daniel in a night vision. The Bible says that Daniel played when he got up, he began to bless God. He began to praise God. He said, uh, bless God in heaven for revealing and answering his prayers to him and his friends, right? For revealing his prayer. And um, excuse me, for answering his prayer. We said it, God is a God of results. When you pray to God, God will answer you. There's no doubt about it. He will answer you. So verse 21 says he can't, he, he says that God, Daniel was blessing God. Ooh, Daniel was blessing God. And verse 21 says that he changes the times and the season. He giveth wisdom unto the wise and knowledge to them that know understanding. Verse 22 and verse 23 says that Daniel began to amen, bless God. And he says, God reveals the deep and secret things. He knows what is in the darkness and the light dwelleth with him. I thank thee and praise thee, O thou God, my father. Look at that. He makes that thing personal. He, th he makes that thing personal. He says, my father who have given me wisdom and might, he have made known unto me now what we desire of thee. In other words, God, you was so great and so powerful. You were made, you made me know what I needed to know. You answered my prayer. Now what we desired of thee. Now you made known that thing, what me and uh, 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 Meshach and Abednego, we prayed for, for thou has known, now made known unto us the king's matter. You gave us our answer. You gave us our answer.
answer. Daniel gives God praise for the answer prayer and for the results. Uh, we're going to ask you the question again on tonight. Can your speech produce results? Can your prayer produce results? So now Daniel goes back to Ericot right? He goes back to the guy in charge. He goes back to the one that was given the order to kill all the wise men in Babylon. Daniel goes back to Erechot and asks him, he says, do not destroy the wise men of Babylon and take, um, and take him before the king. And he will tell the king his dream and give him the interpretation of his dream. That's in verse 24. Uh, but look at Daniel. He and his friend were about to be killed by default. They were not present. They were not present during the initial meeting with the king, and yet they were up to be destroyed with all the wise men in Babylon. They were up to be killed by default. By default, some of us are suffering some things in this time and at this time, and suffering some things in our life by default. Amen. Not because you did anything wrong. Not not because, amen, hallelujah, you sinned against God, but sometimes you're caught up by default. Amen, hallelujah. It's kind of like, amen, hallelujah, there's a drive-by shooting, and guess what? Innocent bystanders, amen, get killed in the midst of a drive-by shooting. You were up to be killed by default. You're suffering some things because your father, amen, you're carrying the sins of your father, or you're carrying the sins of your mother. Amen, some things, all right, you are dealing with by default. My God. Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. So, amen. Amen. This is your golden nugget on tonight. God bless you, Mother Sharon. Amen. God bless you. This is your golden nugget on tonight. It says, understand that sometimes God will allow you to be the answer to what they did not invite you to. Oh my God. Amen. Sometimes, amen, because you got to understand Daniel and his friends, they were not present at the first meeting when the king was answering, asking, amen, the wise men the question about his dream. They were not present, but God will reveal, amen, and answer your prayers, amen, and God will allow you to be the answer to what they did not invite you to. My God, hallelujah. So don't worry about, amen, hallelujah, who don't want to hang around you. Don't worry about who don't call you and invite you out. Don't worry about whether or not they call and check up on you. Don't worry about those things, amen, because God will put you in the position, amen, hallelujah, that you become the answer to the very thing, amen, that was discussed when you were not even present there, amen, to hear the story. Amen. Or to be asked the question directly. My God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. So don't worry about it. Amen. You will bring the solution to the unanswered and become the solution to the problem. Oh, my God. Hallelujah. You will bring the solution to the unanswered and become the solution to the problem. Amen. Somebody type or somebody say, God has 
made me the solution. God has made me the solution. Some of y'all don't realize that in this time, in this season that we're in, God has made you the solution. Amen. God has made you the solution for something in your community. Amen. God has made you the solution. Amen. Hallelujah. On your job. Amen. God has made you the solution. Somebody type it and somebody say that God has made me the solution. Hallelujah. Amen. Come on, give God some praise. Amen. God has made you the solution. You didn't even have to be there to be asked to be asked the question directly. Amen. You didn't even have to be there. Amen. Hallelujah. But God has made you. Amen. The solution. Hallelujah. Daniel now tells Erica. He tells him, he says, uh, uh, don't destroy all the wise men because he has the answers. Daniel said, I got the answer. Don't destroy all the wise men. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. This is the year that God is going to allow you to stand out from the rest. Amen. God is going to give you the answers to what everybody else is trying to figure out. And God is going to allow you to stand out from the rest. God is going to give you, amen, hallelujah, the speech and the vernacular, hallelujah, to be able, amen, to get a position in a job that you are not technically qualified for, amen, hallelujah, but you're going to be the solution, amen, God is going to give you, amen, the answers, he's going to give you, amen, the knowledge and the wisdom to be able to know what to do and how to do it, amen, hallelujah, to cause you to stand out from the rest, hallelujah, bless his name, God is allowing you to stand out out from all the rest. Amen. This is your time and this is your season to stand out from the rest. Amen. So the Bible says that Daniel tell Erica, he said, don't destroy the wise men. Hallelujah. Don't do that. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Because I got the answers. I got the answers. Amen. He told them I have the answers. So don't destroy the wise men. This is the time. Oh, I can't leave that alone. Hallelujah. I cannot leave it alone. Amen. Hallelujah. You are the solution. God is going to give you the answer. Some of y'all, amen, don't worry about it. It looks like somebody else is advancing far greater and far quicker than you, but they don't have the answers that God is going to give you. They are not the solution to the problem. God is going to allow you to be the solution. Daniel, amen, and his friends prayed, amen, hallelujah, and God responded, amen, hallelujah, in this season of this of your life, you got to understand that your prayer, amen, hallelujah, amen, has to produce results. Your prayer has to reduce, reduce, uh, produce results, amen. So, Daniel, amen. So, the Bible said that Arakat he took Daniel and he goes, he took Daniel before the king in haste. That's what the word of God says. He says it took Daniel before the king in haste. In other words, he took Daniel before the king quickly. They hurried to the king because, guess what? Arakat had to obey the, the king's decree and command. The king told Arakat, he said, Listen, amen, hallelujah. I need you to. 
destroy all the wise men. Now we can, we don't know how many days passed or what was the time frame in which Erechot had to destroy all the wise men of the land. But what we do know that when Erechot told Daniel, amen, hallelujah, when Erechot told Daniel, amen, the day before, ah, my God, hallelujah, that this what happened uh, when the wise men were before the king. And this is why the king put out the decree to destroy, amen, all the wise men of the land. We do know that Daniel, the Bible says that Daniel went back home and he got with his friends, amen. Uh, he got with Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego and he talked to them and he told them, this is what we're facing. And we do know that the Bible say right at right, the very next verse, the Bible said that God answered Daniel in night vision. He revealed the secret unto Daniel. Hallelujah. Guess what? I believe God that one night can change everything in your life. My God. One night can change everything in your life. My God. Hallelujah. Amen. So the Bible says, they meant that the that Erechot rushed Daniel, amen, to the king. And the king asked him, the Bible said the king asked him, he says, uh, uh, if you, he says, are you able to make known the dream and the interpretation Belshazzar? He calls him by his Babylonian name. He does not call him by his Hebrew name. He calls him by his Babylonian name. He says, are you able to make known the dream and the interpretation, uh, interpretation Belshazzar? Uh, look how Daniel responds. I love how Daniel responds. Amen. The Bible says that uh, Daniel responded in letting the king know. He says, no wise man could give you the answers you saw. That this is the exact same thing that the musicians, the sorcerers, and the astrologers, and the Chaldeans gave the king at the first meeting. No wise man can give you that answer, king. No wise man can give you that. But look what Daniel says, Daniel had a but. Oh, sometimes hallelujah. Sometimes you need to have a but. Hallelujah. Sometimes you need to say, listen, I might don't have the answer, but amen, but God, hallelujah, but God can answer, but God can change it, but God can reveal, but God, but God can heal, hallelujah, your body. I might can't heal it. The doctors can't heal it. Amen, but but God can do it. Hallelujah. Amen. Daniel answers him. He says, look, king, no wise men can give you the answers that you sought, but there is a God in heaven. There is a God in heaven that can reveal secrets and make known what shall happen in the future. Oh my God. Hallelujah. Somebody type and say, there is a God in heaven. Somebody type and say, there is a God in heaven. The Bible says that he sits high and he looks low. The Bible declares, hallelujah. Amen. That the, that the heaven is his throne and earth is his footstool. There is a God in heaven. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That can reveal secrets and make known what happened, what shall happen in the future. 
Oh, God, but God. Hallelujah. Amen. Daniel says, amen. He says, uh, no wise man could give you the answers you sought, King. No wise man can do that. But there is a God in heaven that reveals secrets and make known what shall happen in the future. Verses 27 and 28. Daniel speaks about God in three ways. Daniel speaks about God in three ways. Daniel says, uh, Daniel gives God's identity. He said, but there's a God. There is a God. Amen. He gives his identity. Amen. Who he is. Amen. Who God is. Amen. He says, and then he says where God resides in heaven. And then he says, amen, what God is able to do. He gives God's ability. He says, there's a God in heaven. Amen. Uh, listen, don't make no mistake. There's that God that's in heaven. Yes, that one right there. He reveals his identity. And then he tells them where he resides at, where he is. Amen. And then he says he gives God's ability that reveals secrets and make known what shall happen in the future. In this season, you have to know who God is in your life. You have to know and have faith in God. God, amen. And faith in God, creative and miraculous ability to do anything but fail. You got to know who God is in your life right now. Amen. Hallelujah. And you have to know and have faith in God's creative and miraculous ability to do anything but fail. Hallelujah. Somebody say God can't fail. God cannot fail. Amen. Hallelujah. 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 Bless his name. God cannot fail. Come on, give God some praise. Amen. Hallelujah. So the Bible says, amen, that Daniel begins to reveal and tell the king his dream. In verses 31 through 35, Daniel begins to reveal and tell the king his dream. He speaks specifically as to what the king king's dream was. Daniel tells him, look, look, and I'm going to paraphrase, all right? I'm going to condense verses 31 through 35. I want to slow down because I want y'all to get this. Uh, this is good stuff right here. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. God cannot fail. That's right. Amen. God cannot fail. Come on, y'all tell it. God cannot fail. He cannot fail. I don't care what you're going through. I don't care what you're facing. I don't care what you have been dealing with. God cannot fail. He can not fail. God, it ain't in his nature or his character to fail. God cannot fail. Hallelujah. You need to say that all week long. God cannot fail. Amen. God is a prayer answering God. God cannot fail. God knows what I need. God cannot fail. God knows what I'm dealing with. God cannot fail. God is a healer. God cannot fail. Hallelujah. God is a changer of hearts and minds and life. God cannot fail. Hallelujah. Bless his name. Amen. So, all right, let's get to the dream. Let's get to the dreams. So in verses 31 through 35, all right, the dream, let's, let's, let's look at the dream. All right. I'm going to condense this a little bit. All right. So we're not going to read specifically, but the Bible says, uh, uh, he said, Daniel says, your majesty in verses, uh, 31, he said, your majesty, look, and there, and there before you stood a large statue. So he's saying, Daniel said, in your dream, 
while you were looking in your dream, while, what was revealed to you in your dream, King, that there was a large statue, an enormous, dazzling statue, awesome in its appearance. The head of the statue was of pure gold, its breast and arms of silver, its belly and its thighs of brass, its legs of iron, its feet partially of iron and partially claim while you were watching a rock was cut out by supernatural means you did not see it done by human hands it struck the statue on its feet of iron and clay and smashed them the iron and the clay the bronze the silver and the gold were all excuse me were all broken to pieces and became like chaff which the wind blew away. The wind swept them away without leaving a trace. But the rock that struck the statue became a huge mountain and filled the whole earth. Look at that. My God, my God. So Daniel reveals the dream to the king. Daniel tells the king this was your dream. My God. Hallelujah. This is your PowerPoint moment for tonight. This is your PowerPoint moment. Uh, you need a prophet of God in this season of your life to speak and reveal the secret things of God in to you in your life. Amen. You need a prophet of God in this season of your life. Of your life to speak and reveal the secret things of God in your life. Hallelujah. Somebody type or say, Lord, send me a prophet. Hallelujah. Lord, send me a prophet. Send me a true man or woman of God. Send me a prophet, oh God, that can speak and reveal the things in my life that I need to know right now. God, send me a prophet of God, a man or a woman of God. Hallelujah, that is saved and safe. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, that is saved and safe. Hallelujah, bless his name. So Daniel reveals, Daniel reveals, and he talks about, amen, hallelujah, what the dream was. He breaks it down. Now, this is the interpretation of the dream, all right? This is the interpretation of the dream. The dream in verses 36 through 45. Look what Daniel says first. Daniel says, uh, he says in verses 36, right? Daniel says in verse 36, he says, uh, uh, this dream, this is the dream, and we will tell the interpretation thereof before the king. Look what he says. He says, this is the dream, and we will tell the interpretation thereof. He never said, I will tell the interpretation thereof. He says, we will tell the interpretation thereof. Why? Because Daniel knew and understood that it was not him that was given the interpretation, but God was using him to give the interpretation of the dream. Now the dream, all right? The dream, there are four parts to the image in which Daniel had revealed, all right? There were four parts to the image and Daniel, amen, and excuse me, and the four parts represented 
four kingdoms. Daniel talks about the four parts of the image, but then he he talks about a man, the representation of the kingdoms. They rep, excuse me, the representing representation of four kingdoms. Let me get my verbiage right. All right, representation of four kingdoms. Technically, Daniel spoke about five kingdoms. That's technically that he did. All right, so let's look at this. Let's look at this. Daniel says, "Amen." Hallelujah. Look. Listen, look what he says. Daniel says, all right, that there was a man. Uh, um, uh, he said there stood this large statue, an enormous and dazzling statue, awesome in its appearance. The head of the statue was pure gold. Look what he says. The head was gold. He tells him, he says, King Nebuchadnezzar, this is you. This is the Babylonian nation. All right. This is the Babylonian nation. Listen, hold on. I, I, I want to do something. Amen. I saw this and I thought this was powerful. Uh, I want to give some visual aid on tonight, if that's okay. All right, let me give some visual aid on tonight. I saw this and I put this together and I thought this was powerful. All right. So this is your visual aid. All right. Look what he says. Let me remove that logo real quick. All right. Let me remove that. I want y'all to see this. All right. I'm gonna give some visual aid. So Daniel says, amen. The golden head is you, King Nebuchadnezzar. Amen. This is of the Babylonian nation. All right. And then he says, amen. Uh, um, and the silver chest and the two arms, amen. This is the conquering of Babylon in 539 BC uh, by the Persian, the, the Medes and the Persian. Uh, Persia, the Persian nation, right? The Persian empire. Amen. They're going to conquer you. Amen. The silver chest and the two arms. That's the Medes and the Persia and Persia empire. They're going to conquer you. And then he says, amen, the brass belly and the thighs of, uh, 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 sometimes you will see in some translations, it says copper or bronze. All right. But we're going to say brass on tonight, the brass belly and the thighs. Amen. That's the Greece. That's Greece Empire and the Macedonian Empire under uh, Alexander Alexander the Great, who will conquer the uh, the Persian Empire. Amen. They're going to conquer them. All right. Then he says, Amen. And, and, and then he says, the iron legs and uh, the clay feet and the feet of iron, those that were, uh, the feet were clay and iron together, were mixed together, but the legs were iron. That's the Roman Empire. The Roman Empire is going to conquer Greece. Then the Roman Empire was split into two within two, within itself. That kingdom, the Roman Empire is going to split and one part of the kingdom will be strong and the other part will be week. Ha, my God. Hallelujah. Look at this. Amen. He says one part will be strong and the other part will be weak. Amen. Then he says, look what he says. He says, then you saw supernatural, something supernatural happens. Amen. There was a stone that broke off the mountain. You did, it was carved out of the mountain. You did not see a hand. Amen. Break this stone off the mountain, carve this 
stone off the mountain. Amen. And this is the kingdom of God. Oh my God, my God. He says, this is the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. He says, let me tell you something. Amen. He gives, amen, hallelujah. He gives, amen, amen, King Nebuchadnezzar, the interpretation of the dream. There were a there was a four-part image and five kingdoms represented the uh, uh, the image uh, the dream in the dream amen look at this each kingdom represented materials which were less value which were of less value than the last kingdom in which they conquered look at this look at this each kingdom conquered the next the kingdom before it each kingdom and every material every amen hallelujah metal that was used to conquer the kingdom before was of less value. Amen. Hallelujah. But look at this. God was going to conquer. God showed that he was conquering. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. And he will take over. The, he will have a kingdom that will be spread out all over the earth. Amen. Hallelujah. And a rock represented God's kingdom which has no value hallelujah my god hallelujah i hope y'all getting this i hope you're getting this amen hallelujah you got to understand that the metals amen on the images represented political powers that's what the metals represented it, rep it represented political powers by a particular nation amen hallelujah these kingdoms represented worldly kingdoms that wanted control over jerusalem and god's chosen people. If you have control over the kingdom, then you have control over the people. All right, let's put it up into today's time. Let's talk about this. Let's put it up into today's time. Amen. The United States of America. Hallelujah. This political, this, this, we have been in a political power for a whole year, longer than that, but it became more pronounced within the last year. We have been in a political power struggle in this last year. It's about control and democracy. My God, that's what it was about. It's about control and democracy. What is democracy? Democracy is a system of government by the, by whom, uh, excuse me, by the whole population or all the eligible members of a state are represented typically through election by an elect or through an election by officials. So the people are represented by their electoral officials. Amen. And the system of the government is ran by the population. It's ran by the people because the people elect their officials and the officials are supposed to represent the people. Hallelujah. But we have been in a political power struggle. Amen. About control and democracy for the last year. Who Oh my God. Amen. Hallelujah. So we have, it has been a con about control and the democracy of our land. Amen. So in other words, let me put it in the short form. Democracy is for the people, by the people. That's what democracy is. Amen. Abraham Lincoln said that. But God says theocracy. Hallelujah. 
That's God says theocracy. That's what he says. Theocracy. What is theocracy? T-H-E-O-C-R-A-C-Y. T-H-E-O-C-R-A-C-Y. Theocracy is a form of government in which a deity, in which God is the supreme ruling authority, giving divine guidance to human beings as to how to manage the day-to-day affairs of the government. Hallelujah. Amen. So in other words, under a theocracy, amen, man is not ruling you, amen, but God is ruling you. God is giving you, amen, what you should do and how you should do it. It's rule by God's authority. Amen. Hallelujah. The priests go to God and say, what shall we do? Amen. Hallelujah. The, God gives the answers and the people follow. Amen. Hallelujah. How do we know this? Guess what? Amen. The children of Israel. Amen. Hallelujah. The children of Israel was under amen, the Babylonian rule. It was under amen, a wicked rule. It was under a political power that did not serve God. God. Hallelujah. But when Daniel called on the name of the Lord, amen. Hallelujah. God answers. And when a people is ruled and governed by God, then guess what? There was nothing that God won't do for his people. He will make it known that you are his people. Amen. And he will be your God. Hallelujah. Genesis 17 and 6 through 8 says, I will make you exceedingly fruitful and I will make you into a nation and king shall call excuse me and king shall come from from you and i will establish my covenant between me and you and your offsprings after you throughout the generate throughout their generations for an everlasting covenant to be god amen hallelujah to you and to be your to be god to you and to your offsprings after you i will give you and to your offsprings after you the land of your sojourning all the land of canaan for an everlasting possession i will be their god hallelujah guess what amen hallelujah amen hallelujah in the book of amen jeremiah 31 31 through 33 says behold the days are coming declares the lord when i will make a new covenant with the house of israel hallelujah and the house of Judah, not like the covenant that I made with their fathers on the day when I took them out of the land, out of the hands to bring them out of the land of Egypt. My covenant that they broke, amen, though I were, though I was their husband. Look at this. God said I was married to them. I'm married to them. And when, let me tell you something. When somebody is married to you, when you have a husband, amen, he's your protector. He's your provider. He makes sure that you're taken care of. He makes sure that your well-being is sought after. Amen. God said, even though I was their husband, declares the Lord, for this is the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel. After those days, declared the Lord, I will put my law in within them and I will write it upon their hearts and I will be their God and they shall be my people. Let me tell you something. Amen. Let God be God over your life. Let him be ruler over your life. Whenever you have to 
make a decision. Hallelujah. Let God, hallelujah, go to God and let God make that decision. Whenever you have to, hallelujah, try to figure out, hallelujah, what's next in your life, go to God and let God be God over your life. He's King of Kings and He's Lord of Lords. Amen. I don't know about you, but I want God to be Lord over my life. Let Him govern and rule over my life. Let Him have the supreme authority over my life. Let Him have the last say so over my life because God is my God and I am His child. Hallelujah. Come on, give God some praise. Hallelujah. Amen. So let God be God over your life. That's why, amen, Daniel could go, amen, and he can ask God, God, I need you to reveal this unto me. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. And when Daniel began to reveal, amen, and break down the dream and interpret the dream to the king, in other words, king, in the future, you won't be in power. In other words, in the future, king, you won't have any authority because eventually there is a God, hallelujah, the rock represented the kingdom of God that will come and cover all the earth. And we can get into that, but I'm not going to get into that tonight. Hallelujah, because it was speaking, amen, it was prophetically speaking about, amen, the kingdom of God. Jesus Christ coming and the kingdom of God on the earth in Jesus Christ. Amen. Hallelujah. Rule on the earth. So we are going to get into that tonight. Amen. Because I don't want to go into amen all of that tonight. Amen. So listen. Amen. So now what does the Bible say? What does the Bible say? Amen. The Bible says that in verse 46, amen, the king fell on his face and worshiped Daniel and commanded that he was given gifts. Look what happens after Daniel reveals the dream, amen, after Daniel, amen, interprets the dream, amen, hallelujah, he reveals and he interprets the dream. The Bible says that the king falls down and on his face and he worshiped Daniel and commanded that he be given gifts, not just any gifts, but gifts of values, amen. The king acknowledges that Daniel's God is truth, hallelujah. Somebody say my God is truth my God is truth he acknowledges the king acknowledges that Daniel God is God of gods hallelujah that he's the big G-O-D and he's the God of the little G-O-D's hallelujah he acknowledges that Daniel's God is Lord of kings hallelujah and he acknowledges that Daniel's God is revealers of secrets that he reveals secrets. The Bible says that the king makes Daniel great. Hallelujah. Didn't I tell you that this is the year where some of y'all are about to stand out from the rest. God is about to pull you out from the rest of them. God is about to allow you to have the answers to the unanswered questions. God is about to reveal unto you the answers. Amen. Hallelujah. To the unanswered questions. Even in the place where you were not even there. God said, I'm going to give you the answers. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So don't be afraid that sometimes, amen, God, when you begin to talk to people, amen, you begin to give them some answers, amen, that they begin, that they need to 
that they had questions to, uh, that you began to give answers. God is going to allow you, uh, amen, to reveal the answers to some people in this hour. Hallelujah. So the Bible says that the king makes Daniel a great person in the in the Babylonian empire. He gives him valuable gifts and he appoints him to be ruler over the whole providence of Babylon. Look at this. Daniel got put in a position, hallelujah, as a Hebrew boy, as a Hebrew man, he got put in the position. Amen. Hallelujah. Oh my God. Hallelujah. He got put in the position over all the other Babylonian wise men because the Bible says that he made him chief over all of his wise men. My God. God said, I'm about to open up a door for somebody on tonight. I'm about to get you, put you in a position. Hallelujah. That you didn't even think that you were qualified for. You're going to surpass the rest of them. Maybe I'm prophesying to myself. Maybe I'm speaking this to myself that God is going to give you a position. Hallelujah. Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's going to stand out above everybody else. And they're going to wonder how you get put in that position. How you get in that place. How did you walk through that door? How? My God, my God. Hallelujah. But it's God because God is going to give you the answers. Hallelujah. He's making you the solution. Amen. Hallelujah. He's revealing the answers to you. God is going to give you the answers. Amen. Hallelujah. You weren't even part of the original meeting. You don't even know really what all went down. You don't even know what this the exact question was. But God said you're going to get the answers. You got the answers. Hallelujah. You're the solution. Hallelujah. To that problem. Oh, my God. You're going to be the solution to that problem. Amen. So the Bible said that he made him a chief over all <coughs> the wise men. All over the wise men, all over the astrologers, all over the magicians, all over the Chaldeans, all over the sorcerers. Daniel, the man that worshiped the true and the living God, hallelujah, now has rule over the men that worship and deal in witchcraft, that worship, that has a polytheistic, hallelujah, religious outlook. Amen. He put them over. Let me tell you something. You, God will not allow you to be in the midst of wicked company and not elevate you above them. Oh my God. It will not elevate you above them. Hallelujah. You can't be on the same playing field. You can't be on the same level as the enemy. Hallelujah. God said, I made you a little lower than the angels. That's what he said in his word in Psalms. He said, I made you a little lower than the angels. God will allow you to be in the company of a wicked men and women and not elevate you. Amen. For you to stand out. This is the year where you stand out from the rest. Hallelujah. This is the year where God is going to allow you to stand out from the rest. So Daniel is now in a powerful position. He's now in a powerful position. And God is now strategically placed him where he needed him to be. Some, sometimes, hallelujah, sometimes you might not understand 
why you're in the place or the position or having to deal with what you have to deal with at the time that you're dealing with it. But God is strategically doing something in your life to get you where you need to be at. Don't worry about it. You just got added to the list to be destroyed by default. That's all. That's all you got added to the list by default. Because the people that were supposed to be able in the king's eyes to answer the question, to tell him the dream, to interpret the dream, they were not able to answer it. You weren't even there. Daniel wasn't even there. Daniel, Belshazzar, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego wasn't even present when the king was talking to his magicians, his sorcerers, his Chaldeans, the astrologers. He wasn't even present. Him and his friends wasn't there. But because the king got mad that his own men, that his own wise men, could not answer his question. He put out a decree, kill them all. So you got put on death row by default. That's really, if we put it up into today's time, you got put on death row by default. And we know that they were not there because the Bible says that Daniel goes to Erechot and he asks him, he said, why? Did the king make this decision? Why did the king put out a decree? Why did the king put out a decree to kill all of us? We're part of the wise men. I wasn't even there. He didn't ask me the question. But Erechot told him what happened, told him what went down. He said, this is why, this is what happened. They were in the king's court. And the king was asking the question. They couldn't even answer the questions. And the king got mad and told me to begin to round up the wise men. And the Bible said that Daniel went back home, told his friends, like, listen, y'all. And I'm just putting it up into today's language vernacular. That's all. He said, look here, y'all. We on a list. We on. We are on a list. And we are about to listen. I don't know what day, what time. Our number's going to be up. But we're on the list to be killed because they, they could not answer the king's questions. They could not tell the king what he needed to hear. And the Bible said that Daniel and his friends went into prayer. And they began to ask God. They said, God, have mercy on us. Don't allow us to be destroyed with them. God, don't do that. And the Bible says that same night, God revealed unto Daniel in a night vision. He got the answer. And he was able not only did he save him and his friends, because the Bible says that Daniel made it so where none of the wise men were killed.
He became the solution. He solved the problem. And the Bible said that when Daniel was elevated, when he got elevated to those positions, he asked the king, he said, listen, can you make them my assistant? Let me tell you something in this season right here. Listen, know who to surround yourself with. Daniel, he was in a high position. He was over the wise men, all those, you know, astrologers, sorcerers, magicians, Chaldeans. He was over all of them, right? But he told the king, he asked the king, he said, listen, make them Mayas. I want, I want Shadrach. I want Meshach. I want Abednego. I want them to be my assistants. And, you know, and I'm pretty sure, you know. So we could call them by their Hebrew name, Hananiah, Mishael, Azariah. He said, let them be my assistants. I need them to be my assistants. That's what I need. Know who to surround yourself with in this season. Listen, you can't surround yourself with everybody in this season. You got to know who to surround yourself with in this season. Some people got to fall off and you got to connect with the right piece of people in this season. Do not. Surround yourself with people that you can't trust. And that's that's not even only in this season. That's a whole, just your entire life. But it's most imperative this season. Do not surround your pe yourself with people that you don't really know. If they don't know your struggle and they don't know your prayer life, they can't be a part of you, right? Not in this season. Not in this season. You need people that's going to be able to pray with you. Right. You need people that's going to be able to talk to God on your behalf, even when you can't talk to God on your behalf. You need people that's going to be able to get a prayer through that's going to be able to answer, give the answers to the prayer. Daniel knew that he could depend on Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah. They went to God in prayer and God revealed that night. You need people that can to speech can produce results. Remember, we asked you that question. Can your speech produce results? Can your prayer produce results? That's what you need in this season. That's what you need in this season. Amen. God bless you. We thank God for you, 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 and you. We're a little bit over time on tonight. Amen. But we finished out <laughs> chapter two on tonight. God bless you. We thank God for you, 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 and you. God bless you. Amen. Everyone that chimed in, God bless you. Pastor Lewis. Amen. God bless you. Thank you for chiming in on tonight. Amen. So can your prayer produce results? Can your speech produce results? Can it? Amen. We hope that you received something from the word of God. If you, amen, don't know Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, we invite you, amen, to, amen, to pray the prayer of salvation on tonight. We invite Jesus Christ into your life and for you to Amen. Ask him to come into your life on tonight. Amen. It is a faith matter. It's a belief matter. Amen. If you don't know him, we have the prayer of salvation. Amen. Scrolling down the bottom and you can just simply pray the prayer of salvation. And if you would like to connect with Overcomer Outreach Christian Center, we would love to help you grow in the word, help you build your relationship with Christ, help you amen, establish amen, your walk with the Lord. Amen.
if you do not have a ministry that you are connected to, a church that you are connected to, and you're looking, amen, God bless you, Alma, and you're looking for, amen, someone that is saved and safe, connect with a pastor that is saved and safe, amen. I know to be, amen, Pastor Lewis is saved and safe. I believe I'm saved and safe. I think Pastor Lewis will, amen, amen, vouch for me, amen, hallelujah, bless his name. I think some other people will vouch for me as well, amen. But this is the prayer of salvation. Jesus, I believe you are the son of God. You died and you rose on, and you're coming back again. Jesus, I am a sinner and I ask you to forgive my sins and to come into my life and save me. Amen. If you pray that prayer on tonight, whether it's tonight or later on when you're some, when you're, someone is watching this video, then you are saved. If you believe that Jesus are the, the son of the living God, if you believe that he died and he rose again and he's coming back again, amen, amen, then you are saved. Just praying that prayer. I know this is not the orthodox way. And most of us believe, a lot of us believe that you have to be at the altar to get saved. That's not true. Amen. Hallelujah. We, you get saved on the altar of your heart. I got saved in my college dorm room. That's where I got saved at. And I've been running on with the Lord ever since. I've been, I ain't say I cross, crossed every die and, excuse me, crossed every T and dot every I. No, I'm not perfect. But I'm striving every day to be better in Christ. So if you prayed that prayer and you would like to connect with us, amen, you can email us and we would love to pray with you and to connect with you. Amen. You can email us, amen, at overcomeroCC at gmail.com, at overcomeroCC at gmail.com. And we would love to connect with you. Amen. God bless you. We thank God for you, 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 and you. If you desire to be a blessing to Overcomer Outreach Christian Center, you can do so. Amen. Via Cash App um, or Givelify. Amen. Cash App is dollar sign Overcomer Outreach CC or um, through Givelify. And you can look up our church name at Overcomer Outreach Christian Center. Amen. Overcome our Outreach Christian Center. Um, and or you can cash up us at dollar sign overcomer outreach cc. So we thank God for you all on tonight. We love you all. Um, join us tomorrow morning at 6:30 a.m. for breaking of day prayer conference call. 15 minutes can change your life. Amen. We will be back here at 6:30 a.m. and on tomorrow evening at 7 o'clock p.m. Pastor BJ Connections podcast will be back, and we're talking about. Four steps to casting your vision. Four steps to casting your vision. And so, amen, you don't want to miss it. Uh, we are going to do, I believe we're going to do part three and part four on, tonight, on tomorrow evening. I believe so. Part three and part four on tomorrow evening. So you don't want to miss it. Seven o'clock p.m. Be with us. Amen. 
for four steps to casting your vision 2020 for the month of January, for the month of January, Wednesday evenings at seven o'clock PM. All right. And don't forget if you have not, if you know of a young person, and again, I did drop the age because a lot of people were saying, well, don't you start with 12? Okay. So 12 years old to 17 years of age, because there are some people, amen, that have a couple of 12 year olds that might be interested. Email us if you would like to RSVP. Amen. You got an RSVP for the open house and we'll talk more about what this um, will consist of. All right. So RSVP for the open house um, this coming Saturday. All right. Yes. School E at gmail.com. Yes. School E at gmail.com. God bless you. We love you. Let us pray. Father, we thank you. We bless your name, God. We love you and we adore you. We thank you for allowing us to, Lord God, feast on your word on tonight. We ask, Lord God, that you will begin to hide your word in our hearts that we may not sin against you. God, we pray that someone was uplifted and encouraged on tonight. Thank you, Lord God, for being a present help. Thank you, God, for being a God that answers prayer. And we thank you for being a God that manifests results on tonight. And Father, we ask that you will cover your people even as they go throughout the rest of their week. And Lord God, hallelujah, until we meet together again, we ask, Lord God, that you will bless them and protect them. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen, and amen. God bless you. We love you. And see you tomorrow morning at 6.30 a.m. Have an awesome, awesome night.